on this episode of AV Week, we take a look back at some, well, it's episode 404. So some things we got right, some things we got wrong, and, and missed opportunities. All that and more next on AV Week. The network for the AV industry. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is AV Week, episode 404, Podcast Not Found. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by... This is AV Week, your weekly wrap-up of audiovisual news and information. Only it's not this time. Uh, this is episode 404, and I'm going to introduce my fine guests, and then I'm going to let one of them uh, explain why we're uh, recording episode 404 about 60 episodes past, but that's another story. Uh, first and foremost, my buddy and pal from the left coast, Mr. Richie Fregosa. How are you, sir? Mellow West Coast greetings. Good to see you. Glad to be uh, on. Uh, absolutely. Oh, I uh, thought you two were in the same office looking at the decor. We are. Well, we're, we're, we're opposite sides. If you're watching, if you're not watching the video, we're opposite sides of the, of the, of the studio, the virtual okay. studio. Uh, so we'll go down the coast, actually, uh, on, the, on the east side. Uh, Mr. George Tucker from uh, New York. Welcome, sir. All right. Good to see everybody again. Absolutely. Dawn Mead, known as A.B. Dawn, halfway down between uh, Bradford and, and George. Not really, but sort of. How are you, ma'am? Very good. Thanks. What is that? They say the rose between the thorns. Exactly. <laughs> Very nice. Very well done. <laughs> Last but not least, Bradford Ben and the reason we're doing episode 404, 50 episodes too late. How are you, sir? I'm okay. How are you guys? Yeah, sorry. It's all my fault. Uh, as usual, things were out of sync and uh, I accidentally lost episode 404. It was a little disappointing that I couldn't find it. And, you know, we figured after looking at it for looking for it for almost a year, maybe a year and two months now, we should probably just record a new one looking back at just how great this has been. Uh, and I'm especially liking the fact that even for a retrospective show, Matt shows up late and the show <laughs> wouldn't be anything like that. It's just normal for I Matt to show up late. I wanted it to be normal. I wanted it to sound exactly like it normally does. I wanted to fit in just like it was a board meeting. So, you know, I'm site. doing what I can. And yeah, he's for those who's, who's not watching tools. video. Using power tools, not wearing eye protection, I want to point out. And we're not uh, sure if he's wearing fall protection because we're not sure how else. high up he And he's is. not doesn't have a mask on. What's wrong with you, dude? I'm on my own site. It's, there's no, nothing around. All right, as long as nobody's around you six, six foot closer to you or something. Well, All right, it, so, yeah, because so, it's Canadian, it would be like six centimeters. It's different from what I It would be three meters. No, it, it's, it's something like... Uh, 300 timbits. No, a meter and a half. I go go with two tims away from everybody. (sighs) I'm not six foot, though. We Um, want to be at least two tims away from everyone. Okay. All right. So, Bradford's somewhat somewhat right. A little tongue-in-cheek. We're all geeks here. Uh, Episode 404. We honestly, and you can go back and look, we didn't make one. Uh, because 404 episode not found funny, funny, ha ha. Yay. Yay. We're all geeks. Uh, but we figured we'd take a, a minute here to uh, honestly use this episode to look back at the last nine years. We're recording this the end of July. And, um, for those of, of you who have, of 2020, uh, and I would the, say it's the middle of July being this July 17th. I realize in the current okay, situation, yes. time is an afterthought. Time is a construct. 
look, I just count how many laps around the sun we do and how many times the earth turns. I don't care what the All date right. is. Anyhow, so middle of July, 2020, nine-ish years ago, actually nine years ago, the 1st of July, mm. uh, a little thing called Google Hangouts uh, was, came on, on, on the scene. And I was bouncing around. I was a tech manager then and, and screwing around with this thing. And um, a weird-looking guy that worked for Harmon at the time, another crazy guy who was in the, his basement that looked like a dungeon. We three jumped on just because we happened to be following along with, with AV things on Google Hangouts, and that was Richie and, and Bradford. And it was the most fascinating conversation. I sat there and listened because I didn't know anything uh, and listened to those two talk. You know, Richie has been doing, you know, AV for ever and a day, uh, so is Bradford. Um, and during that, that conversation, my brain starts moving and shaking and going, we could record this and, and put it on a podcast. So less than a month later, uh, Mr. Tucker and a young lady by the name of uh, Linda said Frembus and uh, my buddy Michael Drainer jumped on the first, very first episode of AV Week. And we've been doing one every Friday since, with the exception of 404. Uh, so I wanted to grab you guys who have been doing it all along. And, I think we had- uh, Thank you. Mm-hmm. One. I think Johnny was on episode one too. Well, technically, so here's here's the weird thing about the way I I, I numbered them. George was on episode zero. Johnny and you, and I think Matt was on episode what well, well, it ended up being episode one, right? Uh, so Johnny Moda uh, again from out in the out in the San Francisco Bay Area uh, was on episode one. Uh, but within the first well month, all all of you have been, were on the, on the shows. Yeah, I believe uh, so I first, was on episode four, and just like Star Wars, the prequels didn't count. <laughs> well, which one was a prequel then? <laughs> one, two, and three. Have you oh, not one, two, like, and three read were the prequels. opening okay. scroll where I it gotcha. says episode one, episode, episode two? Episode four still was not the best episode, though. It was the start. It was the okay. original. All right. Um, so here's what, what the best episode is, because most of our listeners weren't alive when it came out. This is true. Uh, so okay, can I, I was going to say, yes. sorry, I know you're just introducing things, but can I just say words out to my girl, Linda, for yeah. those that don't know her, since she's not really in the industry so much anymore, wrote for Pro AV Magazine, I believe, back in yep. the day when that was a magazine. But she is also one of the founders, one of the first people to really get on board with Twitter before mm-hmm. there was a Chris Netto, there was a Linda, and yep. we had AV chat once a week on Twitter, and she was one of the first AV tweets proponents, and we all got T-shirts from it, and this was way way back at the the beginning of all the beginning of it all. So mm-hmm. if you enjoy us online on the Twitters and stuff, you can thank or blame Linda. Yep, absolutely, and she was she was uh, one of the first people that I I wanted to get on because she had been doing as much. And she not, she wrote for a bit. Well, she worked, it was called Infocom at the time, but she wrote for Infocom. She wrote for a bunch of folks. Um, So what I really wanted to do is, is kind of go around the horn and take a look back at the last nine years. And honestly, there's, there's two main questions here and it's, it's somewhat, you know, let's poke fun of ourselves, poke fun of ourselves. Let's not have too much uh, too, too serious here, but what did we get wrong? Right. What did we get wrong over the last nine years? And, and, I, and I'll, I'll kick Absolutely it off. Absolutely nothing. I will I've kick it infallible. off. I, I will right, kick Mr. it off Dvorak. by saying. Um, you and I got nothing wrong, Bradford. Tim has been blatantly wrong. Of, so times. we started the very first year we start. We started. We, we did a, a year in review, year in preview. And we've done it ever since uh, around Christmas time. And it gives well this year. Now it gives Mitchell time off. But it, it gave me a couple of weeks off to still have shows. And I went on a rant for about four or five years that Cisco was going to buy a control company. And this is back when, you know, um, AMX had gotten bought by Harman and, the, you know, this, that, and the other. 
Um, and, and that was one thing that I got wrong. I was convinced that Cisco had, they had just purchased Tanberg. They had done a number of acquisitions. They were getting really, really into uh, the AV space. And I was convinced come hell or high water, they want to buy a, a control company. So uh, Tucker, I'll give it to you and let you mm. guys go around the horn. And what did, what did we get wrong? Everything. <laughs> I mean, seriously, okay. I, who knows? I mean, gosh, I was wrong about drones a lot. I keep screaming about drones and everybody wants them for the AV. I don't understand it, but it seems to be the thing that still exists. Um, and I was not a proponent of voice command, but there it is. And I use it daily. Those right. are the two major ones. Absolutely. All right, Richie, what did we get wrong? Uh, I, I think we had two camps and, and some camps got it right and some camps didn't. As we had circa 2011 and 2012, again, I was, Johnny and I were some of the early Resi guys, uh, primarily Resi, and I was one of the few cross-platform guys that also, you know, my specialty, my expertise was also in commercial and, and, and you know, and everything else. But there was the running debate and me banging my shoe on the desk about mobile was going to kick everybody's ass hmm. and it was it'll never happen in an environment in a secure environment though people have never wanted in their boardrooms or their classrooms and sure enough you know we we had gone back and forth about how it had to be purpose driven it had to be this and people are funny when they saw it in their house they wanted it in their business and for the longest time you know that that was the biggest thing i think we didn't none of us really wanted to believe the title shift that occurred where resi drove commercial yeah. where for the 30 years prior commercial drove resi well and some of that also isn't isn't the tipping the full on tipping point now the current situation that we're in where to be safe right and to eliminate uh contagion points mobile has to be where we lead because my device isn't leaving my side i can get my own germs that you know where where you know a a common touch panel now could be a, a point of, of infection. I'd say also where I got it wrong, I didn't think it was going to be as fast as it was. Okay. I mean, it was happening, you know, I mean, like six month periods, stuff was changing way quicker than I had ever anticipated. Uh, and I also am very mad at John Ivy for deciding that skeuomorphic to flat interfaces was the rage. And then everybody just decided, oh, we don't like that. And then they went to monochrome. So I, I'm, I'm still salty about that. All right, I'll, I'll, tell, him, uh, I'll tell him you said so when we, when we do the reveal in a couple of weeks. So, uh, Mr. Ben, what did we get wrong? Or what did you get wrong? I've gotten a lot of things wrong. I've been making mistakes my whole life. Don't plan on stopping now. Uh, I got QR codes wrong. I thought they were going to be bigger than they were, and they haven't been. Uh, I have gotten voice commands wrong. I thought it was bad. I still think it's bad and there are problems to be solved. But I will admit it's pretty cool. However, some of the fears I have come true of Jennifer and I can have our passive aggressive fights, and that's a joke, through Alexa now of turn up, turn down, turn up, turn down, turn up, turn down during, you know, various uh Things I also will admit I got how fast we would move to tablets and mobile away from computers wrong. Very much so. Uh, those were a couple of the things I got wrong. Uh, some of them are kind of hard to talk about. 
and that, I don't say that to be obtuse, but more of the, I got some of the products that I worked on at Harmon wrong and things I thought wouldn't work that did and things that did work that I didn't think were going to, but that's, that's part of life, you know, throw stuff to the wall and see what sticks. But I definitely got how invasive uh, the mobile device was going to become in computing and power of the, I've, I'm sure we've all done it, been on business trips or personal trips without a laptop, even with a MacBook Air that's, you know, about the same size and weight as a big iPad nowadays or an Android tablet. Nope, just take the mobile. But I also think the, the death of desktop video conferencing has been overstressed. And I think there are some changes that are going to come in the future that are going to surprise us all. Uh, but yeah, overall, things are changing and we never know what's going to happen next. Uh, I'll, I promise I'll be wrong again. Uh, I have been mistaken before, but never wrong. All right. Dawn, uh, what, what did we get wrong? Uh, the collective we, and not intentionally calling out, but kind of calling out two of my co-panelists here, uh, both Bradford and George mentioned that they were wrong on voice control, but I know at least one, if not both of them, were also very vehement to the point that we named one of our early podcasts, I Am Not a Gesture. That would be me. <laughs> now, uh, George is like, no, no George, sorry, I was slap fight. Tucker yes. was, I am not a jester. I was, but gestures fight. aren't used, so I wasn't wrong. But, yeah, we're not uh, walking have, around like we're giving bets at uh, Churchill Downs to the to the stadium. I mean, come on, I'm not making calls on the on the stock. But, but gestures, before. gestures are there. There's a whole control system that uses gestures. You know, two inches off the table. That's and, really popular, I mean, right? It's everywhere. It's ubiquitous. The, the, the past six months have shown us. I mean, I went into my office for the first time in two week, for two weeks ago for the first time in months, and not only do they have gesture based things for AV, just to get in the door, you can't use the door handle. You wave your hand and the door opens. And they installed these on every restroom and every main entrance in our company. And as soon as I got in there and I had to wave my hand to get in, I was like, oh, where's George? Because <laughs> like, I am a gesture. All right. So you got me in a technicality of a <laughs> pandemic. Like it's like a comet coming down and killing the, the dinosaurs. <laughs> All things being the same. <laughs> but I think a couple of the other things that I don't know that we've gotten wrong, but we certainly didn't get right or it's still up in the air. Um, the idea that we would go either to complete ecosystem-based you know, uh, rooms or the fact that we would open up with standards so that you could use anybody's product anywhere, that's still in play. And so, you know, some of us were very diehard, oh, go ecosystem. And a lot of us were like, we're going to go to standards and it's just going to be whatever product fits there with your budget. And that's kind of still in play. And also, I remember back in 2011, with the Infocom 100 and we talked about building control and sensors and sort of the lead up to this, you know, I'm not a gesture voice control world talking about integrating all the different mechanical and AV and IT and so on. And folks in that room being very vehement that AV should be the ones leading this charge because we're used to 
integrating separate things and IT being the big silo, the big player on the field. You know, I work for an IT department now, the AV division under it. We've got IT companies and venture capital companies buying us up. So anyone that said our industry is going away was wrong. But the rest of us who said we're here to stay had to sort of rethink what it means that we're staying because we're IT people now. And we're, you know, part of this greater business world, whereas before we were just, you know, those tech guys in the corner, some with a ponytail, making things sound good and look good. Yeah, we have, we've grown up as an industry in the last 10 years. Really, really. I mean, the, 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 the introduction of venture capital, the in, introduction of, of a lot of money uh, has, has forced us to, honestly. All right, Mr. Scott is, looks like he's, gonna get, he's getting ready to, to uh, saw something, so I'll give him 30 seconds to say what he got wrong. Only 30 seconds? I don't know. I was. Well, you know. that's pretty accurate. I did not get a whole lot wrong. Um, Says the Maple no. Leafs fan. Incorrect. I was going to say, also, your wife's not there. Yeah, he's a Canadian. No, no, no. We, we are not Maple Leafs fans. Stop with that, Stark. Um, I, I think the biggest thing that I harped on for a long time that blatantly was incorrect, or, or seems to still be incorrect, was how big of a play Google and apple were going to play in the world of control mm-hmm. yes the the apple tv was prevalent and requested all the time in boardrooms etc until airplay was baked into other manufacturers products um the the google side and again kind of the the amazon side in conjunction they've made a big play from the voice command side but again you're hearing a lot of requests for voice but they didn't dominate the way that I expected them to. And, you know, Apple is still uh, kind of playing with HomeKit and with home automation and automation in general. It's still very uh, tinker level. And uh, I was I was betting on that extensively over the last couple of years, and it just it hasn't happened. All right. Uh, so I don't think – go ahead. Go ahead. I do want to make – Two comments real quick. One, uh, to Don's ecosystem versus individual companies and open standards. All I will say is sometimes you're paid to know the right answer. So I'm not going to say I got it wrong. I'm saying I couldn't get it right. (laughs) Fair. And then the other one about the voice control and the tinkering, I 100% agree with it, but I also think that using it for the office has been a bigger miss than most people think because for how long has Windows been shipping with Cortana Mm. and no one uses it and it meets a lot of the corporate uh, security policies. Now, in terms of the whole home internet system, I got to say, I have done the control system at home. I have all sorts of features. It's lots of different manufacturers. And right now, Samsung's kicking everyone's butt in that system. They just need I, to... I'll, I'll agree. They are a dark horse. Um, if you don't know, my company works in both areas uh, as far as commercial and residential. And Samsung is the unknown elephant in the room. They play with everybody. It works with pretty much everything. And it's ungodly simple. Uh, whereas there's a lot of hoops with everything else, even, you know, basic things like Z-Wave that we thought were going to be mm. the go-to uh, standard, they're, 
they're still widely used and it's still very effective, but Samsung's done a really good job, albeit very quietly, of managing all of those partners and, and just being a simple way to make things happen. Well, Glad you brought big, that up, Robert. Thanks. The big move I thought that surprised me, it's built into the Samsung hub for smart homes is built into their higher end TVs now. Just poof, you have it. And all of a sudden stuff just started working when I would talk to the TV remote because it's easier to say go to blah, 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 then hit all the little buttons because the button only has like three buttons. And it started controlling other parts of the house. And I was like, whoops. And that was, to me, was the, they've got this figured out. Plus they have a mic button that you actually have to yeah, press so to it. give a command. And yes, the... go ahead. No, no, sorry, finish. As I say, and yes, they did have the breach of when they were listening, when they said they weren't. And we can talk about all those data breaches and all that stuff as a big, it's been a huge problem. And we've kind of not talked about it as much as we should have. But there are other huge problems that I think we made mistakes about and missed over the past nine years. And I do, I do want to give Tim a compliment. And this is weird. Someone record this. Tim did a kick-ass job of pulling together a panel about diversity in the AV industry in a short time that was very powerful and led a whole bunch of stuff and kind of probably made us all realize how much we had been missing as all of us except for Don are the middle-aged white man. Don is a young white woman, still has privilege, but, you know, all Do of I us really miss fit that. the middle age? Shut up, Tim. You're, you're... <laughs> I'm not going to argue with Bradford because he called me young, so. No, no, no. No, no, he was right on you. I'm just, I'm, you're, I'm you're a solid well, You certainly act like a 90-year-old man, Matt. Yes, I do. Get off my lawn. Let me, let me make a quick statement. I I think the one thing, the overarching massive thing that because we were caught up in it, I don't think any of us really realized was the power of the community that I don't want to take the credit and say that we helped create it, but we've developed and created a really cool community based on working with all of our friends and all of our people. And, you know, when we started this and heck, I remember making art for this uh, in my first house doing all kinds of, you know, little things late at night because we were working, doing other jobs. And this was just a, a cool little get together between friends. And we've now, you know, what episode are we on now? Almost 500, Tim? 465, I think. Yeah, like we, we've, we've been able to cover a ton of big shows and provide hopefully some, some really good insight. And Heck, we have full-time employees now. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And uh, that's, you know, again, I don't think we realize what we've created uh, as, we, as we were creating it. It's been, it's been an awesome ride. Yeah. That's not over. Don't, don't, you know. Yeah, not, no, it's, it's not, not, it's not over by a long shot. Um, I mean, all right. So worth it still feels like a group of friends to me. It just absolutely. feels like we're making new friends every time we have new folks on the shows. I think yeah. it's cute that you all think you're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that wonderful positive note, Richie, what did we get right in the last de- decade? <clears throat> Honestly, a lot. I mean, I learned a lot 
you know, from these. I, I think what we wound up getting was, uh, I, I, what I learned most, I, I shall quote George Tucker, is the best thing about standards is there's so many to choose from. <laughs> uh, that was probably the biggest lesson I've learned along the way every time we had the standards conversation. Uh, you know, I mean, I think what we got right more than anything else was that you could provide an unbiased group of very different individuals um, focusing on, on what mattered to them. You know, I mean, if we started out with AV week and that was kind of it. It was just everybody was thrown in there. And you showed up and I mean, the first ones were even uh, just audio only. You know, and then we moved to video and we went through all of the different versionings of the video system. But as, uh, as people got more comfortable, I mean, I remember I was literally shaking the first time that we recorded. Because I was so nervous because I had never done that before. I mean, I'd been interviewed and done things like that, but it was so brand new. And I remember I had like six pages of notes and talking points and, and but I was physically shaking. Person, you can hear it in my voice actually. And I went through one of the recordings. I'm like, yeah, you can totally hear me. But as we got more comfortable with one another, and as you, as we got more comfortable with the format, all these great ideas started coming in. You know, and I mean, Don's ideas started coming in. And uh, you know, Steve. I mean, Steve and I are on. We're in like episode what one oh something. Something, yeah. I mean, you're over a hundred now, yeah. Over a hundred episodes. I mean, like you said, nine years. I'm like, it just flew by. Um, Tony Zotti's show, the only one that needed an explicit rating uh, when we had a podcast, but it was awesome, you know, and it was, it was, I think what we got right was the freedom of expression yeah. to connect on a personal level. We weren't providing an infomercial. We weren't, um, you know, going down a path because we got a sponsor and we needed to have a show to push a specific technology. And it was the freedom to disagree with one another. I mean, we, we've, we've had more than our share of disagreements, but for the valid reasons in that we were pushing each other. And by extension, the audience, you know, I mean, I, I, Tim and I laugh. We had it a couple of times where we're walking around or Matt's coming around and somebody kind of pulls us off to the side and said, I've been listening for years. And I, I kind of look at him going, really? <laughs> cool. Uh, What's wrong and, with you? <laughs> <laughs> but why? I did Don't it. you have anything else to do? Did they lock you away for a while. Is that what happened? Exactly. Uh, but uh, what we got right was significant impact in the industry on a personal level. Yeah. Um, you know, people, like I said, people would say, you know, I'm on an hour commute into the city and I listen to this and I, I never miss an episode. And, and, the ability to get that dynamic feedback because that dynamic feedback i know for sure is what took us from one show to all of the other shows i mean we've got shows on social uh you know lighting ed programming resi you know when when we first started i mean it was it was and staging the black sheep yeah, stage yeah. life i mean all these great things and i'm listening because i'm like i have no idea about these industries and it's really cool stuff uh and it was an opportunity for me to access information through people. And, and more importantly, when I saw these people, I could go up to them and say, hey, 
you know, I caught this show or, you know, you said something really cool. And, uh, you know, like you said earlier, I mean, I, 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 I got a group of lifelong friends out of this that I didn't expect. I mean, it was just us hanging out on a chat. I remember I got Google Plus. I'm like, who wants, you know, who, who wants a link to try it? And, yeah. you know, sure enough, nine months later, these are people that I love. And, uh, you know, I mean, for me, it was what we got right for me is it was life changing for me. And, I, and I'm, I'm completely grateful for that. It, it totally reinvigorated me in the industry. I was burnt out, completely burnt out. And it gave me an opportunity to find my passion again in a way that I totally didn't expect. So that's, uh, you know, I, I totally think we hit a home run with that. Yeah. No, Tim, if I may, I mean, to, yeah. to Richie and even to Don's words, that when we first started, we really were told that nobody wants to hear a DIY podcast by people in the industry. Nobody is going to listen. And we really held true, the five, six of us that first started with this, that there was a place and a desire to hear this kind of conversation for and by working AV uh, individuals, right? That was one of our early taglines, is that that's what we were and that's what we did. And I think that, like Richie said, reinvigorated an excitement about it when there was a doldrums and we were in a period where companies were growing at rates like, like the big megaliths were taking over all kinds of stuff and the limitations that we thought were going to come. This really let us see that, no, there's actually a lot more going on. We're just not being able to see it because we're talking about it on side, but it's not going to be at the shows or it's at the shows, but you're not going to see the trade magazines. It's not going to be on the cover. And I think we, we really tapped into that need and that desire for that community, that outreach, and that idea that, hey, it's not just what the trade magazines are saying, and they're great. We love them, we have friends with them, and all those places, but that's something I think we got really right, despite a lot of people saying, no, 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 that's just not gonna work. Well, and going along with that, one thing that I always thought was, and I've said this to several of you different times, I would do these shows even if not a person was listening or watching. Like, seriously, I get so much out of all the guests and my co-hosts on AV Social, of all of you guys and all of our various guests when I get to privilege of being on AV Week. You know, all of these things, just from sitting and listening and having that conversation has improved my AV skills and advanced my career. So I would do this all day long if, you know, even if not a soul knew of us, but the fact that we are then able to help other people and bring other people into the conversation and improve the industry as a whole, it just, it's like really edifying. I said something, I was on a, on a webinar the other day with, with um, some folks that are doing uh, virtual shows and they were talking about folks getting tired of virtual shows and something that, that you know, what, what associations and, and companies can do. And, and they brought up podcasting and, and I was on there because I've been, we've been doing this for nine years. I've been teaching people to do podcasts since 26, 2006. Um, as a podcasting is, is a unique art, is a unique medium. I said, it, it's, it's, it's similar to, to radio and the fact that folks invite you into their personal space and there's power with that. And, and I, I firmly believe that, and I have for, for years, somebody is, you're, you're not, you're not sitting around, you know, the old radio, uh, the 1930s and 1940s, listening to FDR, the fireside chats with your family. This is personal, right? Right now, somebody's listening to us was there as they're, they're working out with earbuds in their ears. It's us and them, right? They're listening to us as they drive to work. As Richie said, they have an, they have an hour commute. It's us and them in their car. 
And I've, I've learned over the years that there is a power and a personal connection that happens there. And I, I, I'm not, I, I don't want to take that lightly either, right? Uh, we take what we do very seriously. We have fun. Don't misunderstand. Um, I, I have had fun with every single person on this call except for Matt. Um, but <laughs> that's and he's having joke. fun now. And he's having fun now. So, you know, um, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, there, is, there is a personal connection here that happens. And I think Rich is right. I think that's, if, if we got nothing right with technology, that's something we got right. Actually, I think that's one of the things that I was amazed by. Uh, when I got laid off from my last company, my last employer, I was amazed at how the community came together, the AV Nation community. And I am going to make a difference between the AV Nation community and the AV community because the, the responses were different and we got the community part very much right. And that to me is probably the best thing we've, we've gotten right along the way. Uh, I'm, as Don said, I would do these even if no one else shows up. I'm just here to have fun. And yes, we lampoon each other a whole bunch, but we wouldn't change this. You know, we've, we've been with each other on and off the screens. Uh, but like some of the things we've gotten right is amazing. The community itself is probably the most amazing thing. When I went to Infocom for the first time as a non-manufacturer, went with my current employer and was walking around and people were talking with me, et cetera, I came back from the trade show and we had to do a debrief at my company and my my coworker who was with me goes, oh yeah, Infocom's never going to be the same. It was like walking around with the mayor of Infocom. Bradford knew everyone. And what is this aviation stuff? And it was kind of like, okay, we've gotten something bigger here. So it's, the community has been amazing. The stuff I've learned, just like Don says, has been great. Uh, the stuff I wasn't expecting to learn has come along, like don't let Matt run your website. <laughs> and Tim grades. And we actually did an upgrade in the past couple months with no Tim grades. So, you know, we've all created a pretty cool thing. And I'm still amazed at people tune in because to your point, Tim, people used to sit around, sit around the radio and listen to FDR. Think about how many thousands, if not tens or hundreds or millions of podcasts there are. So I'm very thankful. And very happy that people actually pick to listen to us, which is something I thought was going to make us more of a challenge to be successful. None of us ever thought we were going to be successful. We were just having fun. And now that we are successful, we're still having fun. And it's one of the reasons we have, we have sponsors and we have underwriters and all that, but all of us have decided, nope, doesn't matter. If something's bad, something's bad. We can say it politely, but we're going to say it's bad. And to me, that's kind of what we've gotten right the most is the we're having fun. We've built an, an inclusive community as much as we can. We've worked through as conditions have changed. And I'll be honest, it's been a blast. You know, nine years ago, I didn't know Matt. I didn't know Tim. I didn't know Richie. I didn't know George. I didn't know Don. I didn't know, <coughs> know Johnny Moda. We can go through the how whole. How empty your life was. How empty it was. Yeah, but there was more time for hockey. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. So, but you know, it's, those are the things I think we really got right. And part of that's because of Tim, but I'm not going to give him all the credit. I think a lot of it's because of me and my sense of humor uh, is what's made this successful. Uh, and my technical prowess at making sure that Tim grades don't happen. But don't forget your modesty and humility. <laughs> I'm not I was conceited, say although I have thing. every Thank right you. to be. But, you know, that's exactly it. We're all characters. We're all ourselves. Oh, baby. And we're all characters. And, you know, people are like, so what do you like off the air? Well, I curse a lot more. Uh, I usually have a bottle of vodka with me. And there's a chance I'm watching a space documentary. But it's really not that much different. As, uh, as I've been talking with people at work, it's one of those things that one of the directors of engineering said to me. The amazing thing about AV people is after work, they will all sit down and talk about AV still. And that's what we're all doing. Well, you know, Bradford, to that point, man, the, one of the things I really miss is that we're not at the shows because that was the funnest part. We worked our yeah. behindies off during those shows and put in the really long hours and crushed it and got stuff done. But man, oh man, was it great, like you said, to meet someone and say, oh, I've watched the show or, hey, did you think about this or... You know, it wasn't even about that they knew us. It was that they wanted to talk and that they knew they could sit down, like you said, and talk AV. Even after we had talked AV for 10 hours straight, <laughs> we were still there to talk about that stuff and, and share the experiences and, and what we love about this job that keeps us going. You know, it's what is the Corleone syndrome kind of thing, right? You know, like we keep thinking we want out and it just keeps pulling it's us back like in. Bring you back in. All right. Yeah. How, you know, think about the, the AV meetups. When, when it was first, you know, when, when it was first floated out, it's like, ah, oh, nobody will show up during the show just to get together to have a drink from people from Twitter. And next thing you knew, it's expect, it, well, we'll see how it goes in the future, but <laughs> it, it was, we got to the point where it was assumed that we would have a meetup at the trade shows, where when the first time it happened, I remember it was like, you know, it was that nervousness of like, is anybody going to show up? You know, are we all going to be sitting here? And that was cool. You and know? see, now it's cool because I get the nerves of, are we going to be able to pay for this? Are people going to have a good time? And I know that sounds like I'm complaining. No, no, it, it's a, that's it, it's cool a good to concern. That, yeah. To Richie's point, that's where this has come yeah. to. Tim gets mad at me because I get mad at him about the spending. But at the end, I would always spend that money of AV Nation's money. And and, and the, the 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 neat thing, and, and real quickly, we're going to give Matt the the last word on the on what we got right. But the 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 tweet up, the AV Nation tweet up. There are there are several other get-togethers, and those are all fantastic. The 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 cost of that, the price of that, has gone up every single year um, because we don't do you know it's it's an open bar. We don't you know we don't make people pay for it. Um, and it's, it's gone up a year, every year. And that, that to me is a sign of a success, right? More and more people are coming and, and having a good time. So Matt, what, what did we get right? I think the biggest thing that we got right was the desire for the community to have a voice. And you look at the breadth of people that we've had on, on a show or that have been involved in a, Twitter chat or a community or a tweet up that spans CEOs to entry level techs to heck the first one I went to when I was really, really young in the industry and had no friends in the industry. We've, we've figured out and we've understood 
that there's a, a large community that was looking for a place to have a home and to have a, have a family. And, and I'm not trying to put down any other community that's out there. there. There's tons of them. But within the AV community, we've really developed a family. And I think that's the, that's the crazy part. I continually look back and every time I pull out one of my original AV tweet up shirts and realize that before that show in Orlando, I talked to a couple of you guys on Twitter. I thought George was weird, but oddly enough, he was the one I thought was weird. Um, I didn't have people in the business I was in that I was friends with or that I had a relationship with beyond vendors. That was it. This has spawned a whole family for me. It's spawned a community of people that I usually tolerate, um, including Tim. And it has just been wonderful to see other people have that same eye-opening experience that I had, that it wasn't just me in my business doing my own thing and I was the only one. I talked to somebody a couple of days ago and they, they reached out with a, a random note after I had sent something over to them of, thank you so much for letting, letting me into your family. And I'm like, what? And, and they went on to talk about, you know, how a couple of us from Aviation have really, you know, encouraged them and, and welcomed them and, and really, you know, kind of showed them the ropes of a couple of shows and how grateful they were for that. And that was, that was where I was 10 years ago. And I think when you look at everything we've done and all the cool things that we've been a part of, to me, that aspect is, the, is by far the best part. The, the way in which we have tried to lift other people up and, and give other people a platform and a voice to do it. I, I'm with Don and with everybody else. I could care less if you watch me, please do. It, it does feed my ego just a little bit, but I could care less if anybody actually ever watches what we do. I love having the opportunity to do this, to get together with some friends or new friends or, or people that are about to become a friend, whether they want to or not, and talk about stuff that excites me, that, that I live every day. It is, it is such a huge heartwarming experience to, to have that family without getting too mushy. Um, that's what I think we've got right. Too late? Really? When did I, when did I cross the line? Was it after I complimented Tim? That yes. was when it was. Yeah. That was when it was. Yeah. I knew that was when it was. Sorry. But yeah, that's, that's kind of where, where I'm at. All right. Well, I want to thank you all. Uh, you uh, five, first of all, um, for hanging out with me for nine years and helping specifically me, me though, right? Me and Bradford specifically. You. I was actually looking at Richie, but yes, specifically you. So, um, and also for you for, who continue to listen, I, I wasn't kidding when I said that, that I think that podcasting is inherently personal um, because you do continue to invite us into your workouts and to your commutes and into your cubicles and your work from home sessions. So we appreciate that very much. So, uh, so thank you. I am going to kick it off the, the goodbyes and the where can people find you uh, with the lady of the group. So Matt, uh, where can people, sorry, it was a joke. Um, Dawn Mead, where do people find AV Dawn? People can, of course, find AV Dawn on Twitter and several of the other social, hand, social networks at AV Dawn. 
Uh, if I'm not at AV Dawn on that particular social, like for instance, LinkedIn, where we have to pretend to be grownups, I'm Dawn Mead, M-E-A-D-E, like the fort. I would tell you where to find me at work, but then I'd have to kill you. It's a big secret. So instead, I'll just tell you, find me here on avnation.tv, co-hosting the AV Social Show with the lovely Kelly Perkins, and showing up on AV Week as much as Tim will let me. Yeah, she'll, she'll be on in about two or three weeks. So uh, I think I think that's right. Yeah, two or three weeks. Yeah. Uh, Richie, thank you, sir. I haven't had you on this show specifically in a long time because you do residential and you do the state of control. And I don't know. I don't want to bogart your time. So. <laughs> well, I love it. I mean, like I said, I, I love us getting together. It's um, it's cool. Like I said, I, I, nine years have flown by. And like I said, when, when I got the, the message about this and it was a little crazy to think that it's, it's been nine years. It just seems like we've always been doing it. And it still seems like it's all brand new. Like I, I just, I, I kind of, as corny as it sounds, I kind of pinch myself still that I get to do this. You know, like I didn't think anybody would be interested in what I had to say. And for people to say that it's, it's pretty damn satisfying. So thank you for coming up with the idea. Um, I said, I just, I enjoy being along for the ride. And how do people find Uncle Richie if they are so inclined? If they want to find Uncle Richie, you can find me on the interwebs, uh, Twitter, at rfragosa is one spot. Uh, you can type my name into the Googles. And uh, hold on a sec. I got... Uh, hold on. Is, is that Matt or is that Chris yeah. Netto who forgot to mute their phone in Alexa? That was, yeah. It was a meeting started earlier. Anyway, find me on the interwebs. Uh, just type my name in there. Uh, you can find me at fragosadesign.com getting an upgrade finally no longer will you see uh, a 12 year old post about steve jobs um <laughs> which i think has been the source of an episode or two it has and just for the record i think richie of all everybody on this call richie holds the records for the number of episodes named so yeah we'll point that out i i i keep i try to keep that streak alive no. um but first and foremost I'd love for you to find me here on the AV Nation uh, suite of shows, obviously here on AV Week or Resi Week with my good friend, Matt Scott, or our automation show, A State of Control with my good friend, Steve Greenblatt. So that, that would make me the happiest if you support us and our sponsors. Yeah, absolutely. Mr. Scott, how do people find you, except for besides on, on a job site, apparently? Yeah, it's the hard part of working through COVID. Um, you can find me at Matt D. Scott on Twitter and pretty much every other social platform. You can visit avnation.tv with my show, uh, Resi Week, as well as obviously the host of verticals that we cover. Yeah, that, that one's in my head fairly routinely. Um, you can also find my company stuff at omegaaudiovideo.com. Right. Mr. Tucker, how do people get a hold of you, sir? Uh, you can find me at Tucker Twos, as well as here on AV Nation, uh, revisiting the live life, which will be up and running very soon, uh, as well as a number of articles that are being published soon, and Sound Contractor Magazine. And Tim, again, for everyone here, it's been a real great ride for the last couple of years. I can't think of any better friends that I would have had from this kind of thing, and it's been a real life changer as well. So, Absolutely. And, and it, we, we keep saying it's been a fun ride. We ain't done yet. So, mm -hmm. uh, And Mr. Ben, thank you, sir. Uh, thank you, Mr. Albright, and to all of our listeners on a serious note. Usually I take this time to lampoon Mr. Albright, but I'm going to break from tradition and go, yes, thank you all for, for bringing us in. We're not done yet. Uh, um, one of the things I miss from working from home is I don't get to listen to my podcasts as I drive in. And I really appreciate everyone making so much time to listen to us. Uh, we're not done. Tim keeps badgering me to come in and 
put another uh, Bradford Ben experience, so to speak, on the AV Nation website. Uh, and I happen to have the keys to it and he can't stop me. Uh, but also, if you want to find me, find me at avnation.tv. Find me at bradfordben.com. You can Google me. Uh, you can use DuckDuckGo instead, which I prefer. And like Don, I can't tell you who I work for. Uh, it's one of those rules. And But, you know, definitely stop by avnation.tv. Please tell us what you think. Yes, we are doing this for our own fun. But we want you guys to have fun also. So please come along. We're going to have to do this again in a year for the 10th anniversary. So we better start thinking about that. And Tim, remember, the Bradford Ben rule of panels will continue to apply. It will not be nothing but old white men. Well, on that Thank note, for, I, I, I would like to point out. Fest. <laughs> I would I would like to point out that uh, two of our members uh, uh, have joined the Fifty Club this year, uh, and it's the two Yahoos that that helped me start this and gave me this idea. That was Mr. Fergosa and the illustrious Bradford Ben. So now they're both past and it was COVID and we were all supposed to get together. They're not dead. They have COVID. passed. I didn't say they were dead. I said they, are, they have said they joined passed. the 50. No, yeah, the, the birthdays have, a, have passed. One of my coworkers came up with the great idea for Infocom 2021 here in Orlando. What? Richie, Party you and I house? are going to have Area 51. Because <laughs> we're still going to be 50, but there's... a. Uh, Alien themed golf course, uh, putt putt oh. golf course. There's a live karaoke bar. I'm looking at like we have all sorts of options, and my coworkers are like, "Oh, we're doing Area 51." So <laughs> that is brilliant. I love that. So love someone that. get Labuscus on the phone. Tell him this is what's going on. We're going to need a bigger room for the AV tweet up because that's just going to be one part of Area 51. I like that. Uh, for me, don't follow me, um, but go by the website, as everybody said, uh, avianation.tv. I, I do still want to thank all these folks here. And uh, these, these are the, 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 the genesis of Aviation. Uh, but there have been so many other folks, and I can spend a half an hour naming all of them. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, Bradford said, you know, let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like either. Uh, we're human, right? We, we've made, I have made my share of mistakes over the last nine years. So, uh, let us know what you don't like. What, let us know what you do like and what, what we should be going doing next. So go by the website, avianation.tv. Check out our supporters, either folks who help us bring you this this wonderful program and the tens of, of thousands of ones we do every every single year. I think I counted up the other day. We, we do somewhere in the neighborhood of 456 episodes uh, a year. Uh, so it was, it's pretty crazy that we're, what we're able to accomplish. Uh, and, and not, this is nothing on me. It's, it's our entire team that we're able to, to do this. So I appreciate it. Go by the website, avianation.tv, avianation.tv. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. That is all, all the time we have for AV Week.